Welcome to Scenes of Beauty, a platform that is here to empower you to embrace your most authentic self and celebrate your own version of beauty, whatever that might be. I'm Chloe and I'm making it my mission to help people find and live their truest selves. If you're enjoying listening to the podcast and taking things away from it, hit the follow and subscribe button, share with friends and on your socials. I'm at the very beginning of the Scenes of Beauty journey and it helps more than you know to grow the platform. Emma Ohu is a self-claimed skincare geek. She found a love of skincare in her first job as a beauty editor and through journalism. Since then, she has gone on to writing her own beauty blog, build an online community, sharing her passion and knowledge of skincare, and more recently launched a creative mentorship program, which helps people channel their own aesthetic and build a personal brand and social platform. We chat all things rituals, routines, skincare, and more. Here's her version of beauty. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, Emma, um, and welcome to Scenes of Beauty. Hi, thanks for having me on. That's okay. Thanks so much for joining. Um, so, yeah, kind of wanted to ask you and invite you onto the show to kind of delve a bit deeper into beauty and skincare and kind of what it means to you and so do you want to give a bit of an introduction about you and kind of your background and then we'll kind of go into talking how you got about into skincare sure um so I'm Emma if you don't know me I um I was about to say my job but I don't even know what it's called anymore (laughs) I was a blogger Um, turned into an influencer, I guess, um, or a skinfluencer, as I like to say. Um, I can't, I was born in Paris. Um, I grew up in England and I'm obsessed with photography and capturing all kinds of different kinds of beauty, but I'm also obsessed with skincare. And I also run a creative mentorship 
Yeah, uh, I've been looking at that. It looks so good. Um, so in terms of skincare, how did that kind of love come about? Is it something you've always been interested in? Is like your mum interested in it or? <laughs> no, quite the opposite. My mum isn't at all interested in it because she has never had a spot or a bad skin day in her life. <laughs> um so my sister and I had to very much kind of figure out on our own um because we had um kind of more breakout prone skin um how to deal with it um and so my sister's very into skincare as well um and so we just basically from a young age had to figure it out so I think the kind of testing and the kind of the knowledge side I think came from there because it was like trying to figure out how it worked and what was the best thing to use um in that respect um so yeah no it wasn't something I necessarily grew up with I grew up in France so I guess the kind of more minimal uh view of beauty in that way definitely is true um well it it was in the 90s anyway (laughs) um so I think I kind of come from that and the kind of that simplicity is beautiful um in that respect and in in terms of skincare as well yeah I really like that um Okay, just to unravel. So when you said about like starting out in skincare and, and trial it, what what was that? Was that um was that going into yeah, what was that? Was that going into store and testing product or uh yeah, that I mean like first off that was like, yeah, I think as like a teenager having breakouts and like trying to figure out what was best, um, and then like proceeding to accidentally you know those like really skinny like uh, uh stingy sorry what was that that like I think it was like Neutrina or something <laughs> it was like pure tea tree and stung your face so much did you used to have the mindset of like when you sting your face I'm like this this something the pain is good <laughs> yeah right which you know can be true but not not with that kind of thing um, and I think that's why I'm, I absolutely refuse to use anything with essential oils. And now, not only because I've realized I have actually have very sensitive skin, um, but also just the reminder of those tea tree days, <laughs> PTSD from it. <laughs> yeah, the trauma. Exactly. Um, yeah, so then you started to experiment with different products. And then how did you actually start to learn about skincare? That wasn't until um, my early 20s, like even when I was at university, I was like, I think I was using like Savlon as like my only skincare product. So I I hadn't felt up much more. Um, It was when I started uh, working for a magazine as a beauty editor once I graduated. So I was like 22 or something, super young. Um, And was suddenly getting sent all these products and I'd never worked in beauty. I had originally like wanted to write about fashion um, and um, kind of art kind of side of things. I'd, I'd studied history of art. Um, but I got offered this position as beauty in beauty and I thought I've just graduated like sure why not like I can get on like as a cool magazine um, and then like two weeks later it's like all I wanted to work in was beauty I was like this is so interesting and so much nicer um, and so it was kind of then that I started getting into it and um, the great thing about being a journalist um, especially at that time was that you would meet loads of founders um you know you would get to try all these products and really learn about it and you'd, you'd talk to the people that created these products you'd have this whole kind of all this information about like why they did it what ingredients were good they thought and you kind of do that with loads and loads of brands and you kind of like oh okay quite a few people have said this and oh someone said this about this oil but someone said that so you kind of started having and trying them out and kind of finding what worked for me um and what didn't so I've kind of been doing that for uh 10 years now 
um, kind of went from being the kind of journalist working for a magazine to um, just doing it uh, for my blog and for my Instagram. So, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say is that kind of where the world of blogging and writing and your, yeah, your social channels is that how did how did that journey kind of come about? Um, so I actually started my blog in my first year of university at the tiny age of 19 um before it which was 2009 which was just randomly good timing in retrospect mm-hmm. um the age of the blogs um so I started it then and I would write for that of course um and shoot photos for that kind of what you do as a journalist kind of what you do now on social media mm-hmm. um so it kind of lent itself well to that kind of thing and I would intern at magazines and write for magazines when I was at uni um but it was it was a very private thing. I mean, and never ever did I think that that would be my job or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was kind of as if I was, I guess, building my portfolio. To, I'd, I'd always wanted to kind of work in um, media and in magazines. Um, so yeah, I'd always had that. And then when I was working for magazines, that was just growing and growing. And then in the end, I was like, this is actually more what I want to do. I have more free time and I wanted to be freelance and um, be my own boss. And yeah, it was it was good time. I didn't I didn't get Instagram until like 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So it's oh my gosh, 10 years now. And I was and when you said it, I was like, God, that feels like such a long time. Yeah. You know, but um yeah, it's so interesting how it's kind of evolved and how we've kind of now consumed media. Um, but you still do your blog, right? You still kind of keep that. Oh yeah. I feel like I'm one of the few that still I know people still update their websites in that way but I still do kind of like regular posts um whether that's like travel photo diaries or you know current products and I have all my lists on there so I kind of refer people to it as well because it's kind of my my 10 years of knowledge are, are on there <laughs> yeah, we're also thankful for it I was happy this couple of weeks and it's so great I love it oh thanks um, no, so it, it is great. So with that and with kind of your journey in skincare and kind of having worked in industry, does, does skincare have more of a meaning to you than just kind of a morning and afternoon routine, an evening routine? Mm. Is, it, is it, do you connect with it in a, in a deeper way, do you think? I definitely think so. I think, it, I mean, it's, it's a used phrase, but um it is a form of self-care in that way because you are literally, I mean, skin, first of all, is your largest organ. People forget your skin is an organ. Um, It's not just our casing. (laughs) We need to look after it. Um, So the same way you might go for a run for your heart, I like you do your skincare for your skin. Um, And for me, it really is, I, I love doing it because it allows me to relax. I'm kind of just very much, I love just like the idea, especially with like body care and stuff like that, but even face like, so you're like touching yourself all over. I feel like often we don't, we're so kind of like disassociated from being within our body yeah. um, that actually taking the time to be like, even if that's like two minutes or if you've got 20, great, but it doesn't, you know, whatever times people can fit in of like, it's such a self-nourishment of like taking that time to look after it whether you you know use two products or 20 like it really that depends on what you like but I think for all of us we can kind of feel that like it's a nice time to like switch off a little bit and unwind especially in the evenings when I cleanse my face I'm like ah the day's over I can kind of stop working like that kind of thing is always really nice yeah they such um 
yeah they such a I don't know what the word is I can't think of the word but there's such a like a parallel between kind of an evening routine and that that mental state of washing the day away and like mm. um yeah just just winding down for the night the two kind of synchronize quite well so in terms of self-love um I love that you're so into like morning and, and afternoon routines I yeah evening routines um but they're more than just skincare aren't they they're a whole are they do you do them daily are they like rituals to you now my morning and evening skincare oh my gosh yeah I actually was at a wedding this weekend and I think it's the first time in at least five years where I didn't wash my face before I went to bed (laughs) it was a long day but also I was in a tent and I was just like I was gonna try and do it and I was like this is just gonna go all wrong I'm just gonna wake up in like five hours and do it then (laughs) so those yeah those morning and evening routines are they they've got more involved in them than than just skincare do you meditate or do you I was just watching your some of your vlogs and looking at some of your posts but are they a whole just talk to me about why they're because I think they're such an important part Mm. of day and I also think people at the minute feel quite overwhelmed by having a morning and evening Mm. routine so just kind of talk me about why and yeah having those routines and how you've kind of not perfected them but kind of built them around you I think it has to feel natural so I think everyone will probably have their own thing I don't think anyone should be stressed about having them because the whole point is to the opposite (laughs) um so for me yeah definitely in the morning I have like five things I like to do but if I do like one or two of them I'm happy but like it's always the days I feel best I'm like oh I've done all of these (laughs) interesting (laughs) um so I have like um uh morning pages I do um uh which is from artists the artist way I think the book is called um which is um I used to love journaling in the morning and I it's kind of is similar but it's essentially um writing three pages of just like whatever even if sometimes it will be really deep and interesting and sometimes it's like I don't know what to write but it's the idea of like getting that kind of like fogginess out of your mind before you get up I like writing in bed I've got to get my tea always have my mint tea in the morning as well um as a kind of just like ritual to like if I feel a bit groggy or it's it's essentially to help with creativity um to kind of get that that fuzziness um out of the way so I can find the proper creativity behind it um and then I do sometimes I meditate I actually meditated this morning I haven't done it for a while because I've just been doing morning pages more um but meditation I do like I use like headspace or something like that um just to kind of calm me and ground me a bit as well um so those are kind of my things and then I do try and do like a bit of stretch or if I can go get to a Pilates class in the morning um those are kind of the things I like to do to kind of wake myself up um I might burn some sage or some Paolo Santo um this sounds like the most crazy list but like I just love doing all those things (laughs) and they fit quite naturally kind of into my day I suppose because obviously I work from home Mm -hmm. um and then in the evening could burn some Palo Santo or right then but I do kind of prefer it in the morning but I definitely have my kind of more skincare focus I would say where like I'll probably do like a face massage or I'll put like I love putting oil on my feet it's a very weird thing but like I absolutely I always put oil on my feet before I go to bed and it's such a like relaxing thing for me 
Um, gua sha on your feet as well, don't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> the gua sha after the oil um, is amazing, especially on the arches <laughs> of your feet. Highly recommend. Um, yeah, just like things like that. I feel like the kind of basically all of them are pretty much at my bedside, I suppose. So it's kind of like a way of getting up and, and going back to sleep. Mm-hmm. um and I definitely read in the evening as well I, I love reading um yeah about all sorts so yeah it, it really but those are things that like I won't do those I mean apart from the feet oiling and the Palo Santo I won't really do all of them every day um but I try and do them at least like three four times a week say so that I know that I feel better when I do them um so for me it definitely is a like self-care or love aspect in in that respect because it's like I, I know I'll feel better and that, and it's when I forget to do them or I'm too busy to do them which is kind of for me someone who very much enjoys rest um that's when I don't feel so good so it is a, like helping kind of keep myself in check in an in a calm relaxed way <laughs> I suppose. yeah I think yeah my next question was going to be kind of the importance of having that bit of self-love every single day because it's something mm that is relatively new to me but it's completely changed like how I see myself and the respect I have for myself and how I carry myself in certain situations is it the same for you have you found like is it something you've always practiced kind of daily self-care um probably not as consciously but yeah to an extent I've always been I always loved like having a journal so like that was just very natural to me to write something down Um, whether I was writing complete sentences or like a list of things I wanted to achieve in life or the next day or that summer or whatever it was even when I was young Um, so I think that in a way without which wouldn't have been called that at the time or or, or that I would have known that it was that Um, but I think it's I've kind of done quite a lot I guess like out on my own so I feel like these were the things I kind of relied on as a like constant throughout life (laughs) so no matter where I was no matter who I was with or not it was like well I've got that thing that I do so like it's kind of a a a ritual in the sense that like it's a thing a daily occurrence I suppose. Yeah it's almost like a familiarity isn't it and especially Mm. when you are away from home or you're feeling I don't know in a bit of a unknown or unfamiliar headspace it's that ah okay this is this is nice like this is me and it's what I do you know absolutely Um, just on that if if people are feeling maybe not overwhelmed but they're you know there's a lot of talk about mind space and um yeah mindset and lifestyle and rituals if people are a bit you know they're watching Jay Shetty and then they're listening to podcasts and then there's YouTube videos and they're on social and everyone's now got these rituals where Mm. do you start to like build into a morning and evening routine like where would you start if somebody is like oh my god I don't know what to do like mental health wise or skincare wise yeah I'm both I guess um I just for me when I before I started kind of building my own routine it was Mm. I was looking on socials and I was, you know. Yeah, everyone shares a lot about it. Yeah. I think it's, you have to find, you have to find what works for you. So I think, you know, listening to all these things or even this is great, but like, I think you really have to sit with yourself and think like, what do I love doing? What makes me feel good? Like, 
what can I enjoy more? Like, do I always love when I do the stretch, but I don't have time to do it? Or um, do I feel kind of out of touch with my body? Could I spend some more like one-on-one time with my body? Can I have a bath? Can I scrub my whole body top to toe and feel how lovely that is to touch yourself rather than just look in the mirror at yourself? Or, you know, whatever that is, I think it's so personal. And for me, it's definitely changed over the years that the thing that I need most in that moment and the thing I I need most that morning, I'll do. That's why I have kind of like uh, a kind of array of things that I like. But one morning I'll be like, uh, I'm just not in the mood to write today. So I'm not going to force myself to write. Like otherwise it's not enjoyable, but sometimes it's such a, a needed release. So it's kind of very much what you're looking for. So listen to all the things and watch all the things, but what the like top two or three that stand out that you can easily do because at the end of the day, the best ones are the ones that you can consistently do yeah 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 and the ones that you get most enjoyment out of as well yeah um okay and then in terms of your morning and evening skincare routines do you Mm. have I guess you know you use and trial and test loads of different products but do you have like a go-to a staple this is my like three so I always use the same ingredients but I just try different products with them in basically (laughs) yeah so that kind of didn't massively change and that's how I kind of fit in trying other products. I'll always cleanse in the morning, use an antioxidant, antioxidant, normally vitamin C, but niacinamide. So I'll kind of, whichever I'm liking more at the time, hyaluronic acid serum, moisturizer, SPF. So like that will never change. It's just the products with the, with the ingredients change. Um, and then evening double cleanse, uh, mask if I need it, exfoliator if I need it, um, hydrating serum, oil and cream. So mm-hmm. like for that, and like, again, depending, sometimes I'm using oil, so my skin's a bit, you know, depends on how I go. But again, it's what I need in that time, kind of the same way as I would do those other kind of rituals in that way of what I need the most yeah. then and there, I suppose. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have like a favorite and discovered product, like one that's a bit under the radar but you you're loving and people aren't quite aren't quite talking about it I'm like going through my cupboards <laughs> which might take a minute <laughs> um I don't know like it's not I'm not like a new type of product um yeah. but I definitely love like trying smaller brands um I really love Rouse which yeah. is a natural brand um, from Nuria, who's an amazing photographer as well. Um, I guess I'm like, I'm thinking maybe like Emma Lewisham, which is a, a Kiwi brand um, with some really beautiful kind of like cleansers and serums. And then also another Aussie brand is um, Biology with an I at the end. Yeah. Um, and they do these amazing mixes of like natural antioxidants and oils um in a really amazing way even body ones um and they have like loads of sugars in and actually it's like something that our skin really needs um to balance itself out to help cell regeneration so I think those like stand out in terms of like they're not your classic ones that like everywhere will reel off that, that are great that I love yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and yeah I've been trying a bit more like prescription-y kind of stuff um not necessarily like prescription retinols and stuff like that but kind of very medical brands mm-hmm. um like neostrata um and medicaid and that kind of stuff and, that, and i really like those as well but picking the right products can be tricky but um yeah they're great once you get into them 
yeah, I love Medicaid too. I've been using them for a little bit, but um, that's cool. Thanks for sharing those brands because I, ha- I hadn't heard of biology. So that's um, mm. yeah, really good. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing. I'll I'll look into that. And I'm sure kind of the listeners will be interested in, in hearing about those too. Um, in terms of like, do you have any skincare hacks that like, or tips that um, that the listeners would love to try? <laughs> I mean, it depends what for. I probably do. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything that like you've figured out by like messing around with product or formulas or something that works with you? Um, Um, I put put hyaluronic acid on before if I'm using like a toner or a treatment. Yeah, before a retinol, that's a good one if you're you're scared of the active. I'd say um, magnesium is my biggest random tip of taking magnesium supplements in the evenings um will kind of stop you breaking out um if you get hormonal breakouts okay um because um you know like how you normally wake up with the spot right it doesn't really develop throughout the day um magnesium calms our um nervous system so it's really great for sleeping and for muscle relaxation and relaxation as well um, but it also kind of helps balance out our hormones a little bit. Um, and especially um, as women, obviously, we will have kind of a fluctuation um, of hormones, you know, every five minutes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So <laughs> it's always nice to try to this out. Um, and yeah, that was honestly when I first like started doing that. That was when I like managed to like, I think have like my first period without a breakout. And I was like, oh my God, that was life-changing because I used to get such bad hormonal breakouts. Mm-hmm. Um, and even taking like CBD and stuff in the evenings as well is like obviously great for the body and for sleep, but it's actually so good in terms of like balancing your levels because often it's like, actually we're just really stressed and we're getting a stress breakout or stress sensitivity or whatever it is um so yeah those would probably be mine cool that's I love that I love the magnesium one that's so interesting yeah it's it's funny because um I was talking to my friend actually about hormones the other day and it's crazy how they fluctuate even within ourselves for like three months it'll be just getting to know yourself and then it changes mm. again. Oh, where do I go you know um so yeah definitely. yeah yeah it is it's bloody hard work but um okay so let's move on to kind of body and dressing for you which is Mm. something I've kind of picked up from just looking at you on socials and kind of having followed you for a little bit and so where did that come from because I guess it's a 
subtle way of being body confident or like putting body confidence out there what is sorry your kind of the dressing for you and the body images that you put on social and like where finding clothes that fit you well and you feel good in mm. um, I mean I think everyone no matter their shape should find clothes that fit them well yeah um I'm not a huge fan of the term body confidence um, yeah. just because um, not as a that you shouldn't have said it. I know it's a, it's a very use term just because I hate it. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um, it, it make like, I know there's like big accounts that like a body confidence stuff, but to me it's so, it feels disingenuous because I can feel like the hottest shit on one day on one morning and like not so great in the evening and I feel like it almost puts like a pressure on to like always feel great rather than just accept that sometimes you won't same way we would mentally we would never be like you have to be happy the whole time isn't it yeah. great and it would be like no I can't do that that's too yeah. much yeah, yeah. to me it feels like that I know it helps loads so I, there's no there's no disrespect but for me it feels like another thing that you have to be okay with and it's like well I'm okay with sometimes just being like, hey, I don't feel so great, but that's fine. I'm going to put on an oversized jumper and I don't really have to think about it or like that kind of thing. And that like there is that kind of natural fluctuation with how we feel, especially um, as women in our bodies. Um, it's definitely something that I've kind of dealt with throughout the years. I had an eating disorder when I was a teenager. Um, I kind of didn't really like my body. It really wasn't until my late 20s that I was suddenly like, why am I doing this? This is so boring and tiring and unenjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of through my my um, kind of self-portraits of my body at the time that I actually kind of really found my kind of happy place within that, I suppose. Um, but, you know, my body has changed since then and that's fine. And I've hated it on days and loved it on others and felt meh about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fine. And I love that. I can I guess help others if I'm seen as like bigger but I also find it so ridiculous that I'm a size 10 and I'm seeing this bigger um it it really confuses me that's why also I think body confidence is such the wrong phrase because I am a white cisgender by all means commercially attractive woman I'm not body positive I'm very like as in if this if I'm body positivity then like people have really missed the point especially for the 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 reasons obviously that 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 term came around was for transgender black um yeah uh, all genders so I think it ended up potentially disabled as well so I think it's just so like I'm so not that that it's just like crazy and also we have such a, a skewed version online of what like normal is I think mm-hmm. even if people wouldn't see it in real life I think people because they don't normally share it and I know people say like you're brave because they wouldn't do it I don't think it's because I shouldn't like my body um but then when you know when it gets into the hundreds of people saying that it, it almost gets a bit like should I not <laughs> should I not like my body and yeah. then it's kind of a weird like balance of that I suppose but I, I love that it helps others and I love sharing it um it was definitely more of a focus um a few years ago but I still I still love shooting body portraits and I'm never far from um a bikini photo because I have a whole suitcase for swimwear because I used to live in Sydney so. 
<laughs> try to be by the sea as much as I can. So in that respect, I love it. But I think it's such a, it always intrigues me online. It's always kind of changing of like what's um, acceptable or not, or, yeah, you know, what's, because I have a curvy figure, I'm, you know, people will say to me like, why do you have to show your bum? And I'm like, I don't, I want to show my bum. but it's seen as more vulgar because I have tits and a bum and a waist so it's like whereas if I was a different shape it wouldn't be sexualized in the same way and that's kind of something I've dealt with a bit my whole life of being like curvy in the sense that my waist cinches in um and then dressing to kind of feel comfortable within that and not be virtually sexual or sexualized if I went outside I think that's why I love like a big tee or a big shirt because it's like not hiding myself because I don't like myself, but almost like hiding my overused term, but like assets in that way because I don't want to be looked at that way when I'm just going to the grocery store or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And I think in terms of dressing for my shape, that's kind of what I found my like kind of comfort zone of like enjoying my shape in that sense. Um, but also knowing that, you know, we still live in a world where like, I will be sexualized if I have my legs and my cleavage out kind of thing, (laughs) even though they look great, (laughs) I'm not going to do that every day because, you know, there there can be, um, consequences to that, I suppose, sadly. So it's kind of a weird world with body stuff, um, online I think and well I'm online and then also I suppose like dressing realistically um every day and I suppose the the clothes I share online are very much like ones that I would really wear yeah normally which as a Parisian is basically jeans and shirts (laughs) and a good dress (laughs) fashionistas but uh, (laughs) thank you for that answer and thanks for keeping it real because you said some really really valuable and stuff that we do face as as women every day I think there's a couple of things there in that I don't know if self-acceptance is the word but I've kind of struggled with body weight fluctuating massively from being the age of 10 up I don't know maybe Mm. um and it's almost like what is my body and what where do I find my happiness in it and where am I my most comfortable because as soon as I resonate with that and I start to understand that Mm. I'm okay like it's it's not that I've blocked out noise but it's easier for if you see someone looking at you in a certain way you kind of it's much easier to brush it off so is that kind of the same headspace as what you are in or were in or did you go through a period of just focusing on loving your body for what it is rather than tearing it apart for what it's not in a sense, I think I was so used to um, kind of constantly comparing myself and my friends to each other, to others, you know, who had the best body, who had the, that very kind of teenage mindset, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then what really helped the most was in, I think I was probably about 27, 28 at the time. Um, I was just like, I'm just going to just look at the things I like. It wasn't necessarily like accepting the bad things. I was like, I'm just going to not focus on them. You know that we've all got that thing or two. We look in the mirror like, oh, my stomach. Oh, you know, like, I mean, I'm saying classic things, my arms or whatever. Yeah. Instead of that being like, 
how great is the nape of my neck or like I love my wrists or my waist or my bum or my ears or whatever and just like dressing to kind of compliment them rather than to hide something else or even when I was looking at myself in the mirror just being like they look great how good are they the other stuff boring yeah but as in boring as in I don't need to dwell on it because it's just yeah. part of my body <laughs> these are my nice bits I don't need to have all nice bits <laughs> yeah and I think you can waste a lot of time I definitely have wasted a lot of time like self-loathing because I've not been perfect or I've not looked like yeah. something in a magazine or a social image or whatever you know and mm. so but no one looks like that <laughs> no I know that's what I mean it's ridiculous um I, I think also like kind of really focusing on like you you know have that person in your head even if that's like the version of someone in, on social or in a magazine they will also idolize someone else like it's not even like they will go like yeah I know I'm perfect everyone it's the kind of a thing hopefully we can get out of it but that we do of like oh I wish I had her whatever and her whatever or his whatever whatever you know you idolize but then when you realize that those people also might idolize someone else and that might be you. Yeah. I remember once my like one of my very kind of slender classic modely kind of figure friends we were on holiday and she said to me like oh my god I'm so jealous of your curves and I, I legit thought she was like taking the piss out of me. <laughs> I was like uh what that, thanks and then I was like oh my god and that's kind of when I read I was like this is so dumb. why do we do this we're both like not happy and in but like idolizing each other yeah this is the waste of all our time yeah yeah you kind (laughs) of like unenjoyable yeah I'm kind of in a headspace now whereby there's more to life than to pick yourself apart like there's more things to be out there enjoying and experiencing and being happy Mm. about rather than going to dinner and feeling so uncomfortable that it's just a miserable experience. Like mm. get comfortable in your body for me opens a lot of doors of just enjoying and enjoyment and, and positivity, you know, rather than being stuck in a shell of like misery. Um, mm. I think it's really important. But to- even what you can enjoy in yourself, even if you obviously go and do things and focus on them, but also like, like, like I said, just pick that, that those two things that you love about yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah yeah like that that's all you need you don't need everything no one has everything that's not real (laughs) you know like and that no one else would notice yeah yeah no that's yeah that's really true yeah taking those moments to just be ground yourself yeah Hmm. um in terms of like you said about like dressing for you and is that how if someone's struggling to know how to dress themselves or to what their style is, what's your, cause you know, you said you've got a very kind of Parisian chic. So it, what is your advice for someone who's kind of struggling to know how to find their comfort in terms of dressing? I think, I mean, it's very personal, but in terms of like how to find it, I would like how I've always found comfort is like, in simplicity in that way I kind of went through a kind of very colorful fun you know like late teens and 20s and stuff but it never quite felt me I was I think I was trying to find something that was me 
and then I realized like I just love wearing a tank and jeans and it's so boring but I love it and that actually those people were like oh that looks really good and I'd be like I'm literally so boring I have like this tank in three colors and these jeans in three <laughs> colors and they're the same cut and they were like well they look good and I was like oh yeah yeah. okay like I genuinely it wasn't a like oh my gosh do you think I'm stylish I was actually like I don't think I have no because I have it in the uniform it, it was kind of you know I still have that thing where I'm like fuck I have nothing to wear like sure but it's like less of a I know I wouldn't ever wear red or green yes yeah. <laughs> so that like just removes that yeah. even though I love them and sometimes I'm like no I will then I'm like I won't I have everything works together yeah I wear white black cream dark blue the odd light blue jumper warm pink orange that's it yeah they pretty much all go together maybe not like a bright orange and a bright blue but as in it's very pretty much neutral with a few brights and then I can kind of kind of dress to how I feel I suppose because it's like you know like I said sometimes I might be like yeah I will wear a tank or I'm like it's a big jumper day or whatever everything can kind of go together and I think that's where I found my comfort certainly in like I didn't have to overthink it I could just grab a top and a bottom and they would work (laughs) so if I wasn't and you don't have to like love what you're wearing every day so I think having like that uniform in that sense like takes the stress out of it because it's not like oh my god I'm wearing the best outfit like yes sometimes I want to feel like that probably when I'm going out but like I'm walking around my house doing emails going to the grocery store like I'm fine and something quite basic that looks good but like it doesn't have to be like the most show-stopping outfit kind of thing so I think again taking that pressure off of like what makes you what what do you wear that makes you feel really great or like what are those assets you know with the are, are your legs one of the ones that you love then like great get loads of really comfy mini skirts and shorts yeah, and wear yeah. a big t-shirt so then you've always got the best one out <laughs> like yeah, yeah. that's, one. that's yeah. certainly something I did like yeah my legs always look the same so I was like well okay I love a little denim like short or skirt with a big shirt and a jacket yeah 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 that's that's true yeah pairing the two yeah thanks so much for that um should we talk to how to by Emma sure um it looks so great do you want to talk a little bit about what it is and the concept and how you came how it came to be for sure so how to by emma is my creative mentorship um which i started in august 2020 so kind of middle of a few lockdowns um i've basically been as i kind of mentioned like i decided to go freelance um when i lived in Sydney predominantly which was in 2014-2015 and kind of learned a lot along the way in terms of um, being a photographer a creator whatever you want to call it these days um, and being my own boss um, and teaching myself photography and videography and reaching out to clients and pitching and making it my full-time job and um, you know earning a good amount and things that kind of went very wrong that I learned a lot from (laughs) I was definitely a kind of make it as you as you go um, make it up as you go but also because it was such a new industry everyone was kind of making up because there weren't industry standards even now something's not so much but there certainly is a bit more Um, 
And so I kind of created the uh, mentorship because I would always get asked that. You know, I think one of the most frequent questions after what's your favorite products is what camera do you use? How do you take such good photos? And in lockdown, I was like, this is something I get asked a lot. Like, how can I actually share this um, in a really handy way rather than just be like, here's my camera, you know, like that doesn't really help people that much. <laughs> also because I don't think the camera you use has anything to do with how good your photos are. Yeah. So I kind of um, was like, I'll give it a go. And then it, it did really well for the first year. And then last September, I launched the proper website. So now I've got all the information on there, which is all the courses um, kind of in branding and personal branding, photography, videography, social media, business, kind of all the BTS of being freelance or your site hustle or um, chasing invoices and all that fun kind of stuff and the logistics and the laws around that as well that I, I didn't know some of. Yeah. um and also kind of how to harness that creativity and find your confidence within that creativity because I think that's often the hardest thing as a kind of creative person yeah. is um again that you expect yourself to constantly be creative <laughs> and knowing that like no it doesn't work like that sadly um and so yeah I've done that and but a huge part of it obviously there's all there's all the courses um which kind of are like tips and tasks um there's also the community which for me is like such a a wonderful wonderful thing about it it's um uh well we're all women Mm -hmm. and we're all creative and we have um the our kind of message board where everyone can kind of people have like met up and worked together and um there's people from all over the world in there as well and all types of um creators it's not just kind of people necessarily wanting to be influencers people starting their own brands got opera singers we've got gardeners we've got um you know like journalists I I think whatever you do if that's a business or in you know that kind of way you need your social and you need that like branding in that sense of what of what whether that's a personal brand or a you know cushion brand or whatever it might be (laughs) um so it's kind of helping with that and I think it's so lovely to have the the community because it's really like everyone sharing their experiences of everything it's not just me kind of preaching what I've learned and I also have um guests on kind of within the collective I invite people on um to kind of share their journey and also kind of industry um insiders so had some pretty amazing guests on there as well to kind of share that side of things because I think it's just something that isn't shared enough as well I feel like especially when I first started Instagram it was very much the like only the good stuff you know only the perfect photos now less so I think but still there's kind of this confusion of like how do people go about branding how do people go about charging how what do you charge you know all of this thing all of these things um, even if you're creating for others not just your own page um and I like love talking about that and so it's such a wonderful thing to like have that those people who want to learn from me in that way um and it's just been amazing seeing how they've kind of you know like the two years some of them have gone from like having full-time jobs and hating it to leaving it and being like published cover photographers and like on magazines and stuff and it's just like that makes me like the most happy to see people succeed in that way yeah I bet that's so great and um it's so cool that you've done that because I think I think you're right there's a lot of people out there and I guess when you are starting out or you are starting to put your creative assets kind of into the world it can Mm. feel quite a lonely place and also a um quite an alien destination yeah 
where do you go so it's I think it's really cool especially if you don't have like friends that work in the industry or something and I know I felt so lost actually like you said and it's really like I've kind of created it for like a younger me that would have really appreciated the guidance but also the the other people for sure yeah that's really cool the support yeah I'll put all of the details in kind of the show notes so that anyone who wants to can can go and check it out but yeah please do go and check it out because it's a really really cool platform that I think a lot of people will benefit from so Mm -hmm. yeah thanks Mm -hmm. for building that um so the last and final question that we ask on the show is um what is your version of beauty Um, my version of beauty is like nature or natural or I think that's why I shoot with natural light always and I am happiest with sandy toes and salty hair in the sunshine (laughs) because I feel I feel beauty not necessarily beautiful I mean normally goes with it but I feel like so at one with myself and everything around me in those moments that that is really what beauty is to me and what I try and capture in my work as well yeah that's so lovely thank you thanks so much um and thanks for your time and yeah thanks for recording this because some great insights and hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just thought starters, I think, from the conversation. So, yeah, thanks a lot for joining. Well, thanks for having me on. It's been great to chat. If you like this episode, hit subscribe and leave us a review. 